The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 230. I hope that you're doing very well. If you are struggling with OCD or anxiety, then you can get a free session with me to get that. You can head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. There you can use my Calendly uh, to book yourself that free session or uh, you can send me a message there as well, completely uh, up to you. So, In today's podcast, um, I'm going to be talking about checking OCD. And actually, this is something that relates to just about every kind of subset of OCD. Um, And I think it's something if you do struggle uh, with obsessions, then checking is probably something that you have done or are likely to do in the future. So this is a really uh, important area to, to discuss. Um, as always, if you find the podcast helpful, it would be great if you could head over to uh, Instagram and follow and like there. My Instagram handle is at Robert James Coaching UK. And if you could also subscribe on your podcast uh, app of choice, that would be great as well. So off we go, guys. I really hope that you uh, find it helpful. And many thanks. OCD checking. Um, is incredibly, uh, it's incredibly frustrating because, you know, every time that we check something, we're actually just performing a compulsion and we're reinforcing uh, the compulsion to ourselves. We're kind of saying that we don't trust in ourselves enough or that we don't believe in ourselves and that we really need to know, we need to have certainty um, about, uh, about this thing that we're obsessing about. And, you know, this is, as I've talked about many times on the podcast, this is really one of the uh, underlying features about OCD is this search for certainty. And unfortunately, it just keeps us stuck. Uh, The website uh, psychologyandbehavior.com states that checking behaviors often emerge in situations in which uh, being irresponsible might, might result in catastrophic outcomes, guilt, anxiety or regret. OCD-related checking is usually driven by a need to obtain absolute certainty that nothing bad will happen. Compulsive checking is is typically harder to control in high-stakes scenarios and in situations in which you perceive that you have personal responsibility for the outcome. So as they just stated here, so often these checking behaviours revolve around safety Uh, and danger. Many people with OCD have this heightened sense of of responsibility, like they they are uh, absolutely terrified that they're going to do something uh, morally reprehensible um, that's as, you know, that is going to, to lead to them feeling all sorts of horrible emotions, guilt, anxiety, regret. Um, 
And, you know, so people tend to walk around with this idea that they are responsible for everybody and everything. Um, and therefore, just about any anything that they're obsessing about uh, can actually cause them to, to want to, to check in and make sure that everything is, is okay. The problem is with, with checking OCD is left unchecked. Um, it can really, really get out of hand. This is because checking actually feeds into the kind of classic OCD uh, feedback loop. Um, you know, so when we think of the OCD cycle, we always think of uh, a clock and at 12 o'clock, we have the initial obsession, which would be, um, you know, whatever you're uh, checking. So, you know, perhaps you're checking that you definitely turn the oven off. Um, and then at three o'clock, um, well, because we are obsessing about that, well, we feel a lot of anxiety. And then at six o'clock, well, we perform the compulsion. We go and check because we don't want to put up with that anxiety. Um, and then at nine o'clock, well, you momentarily feel a bit better. You checked it. You feel better. It's definitely off. It's not going to cause a house fire. And you're able to perhaps leave the house. But because you actually had to go back and check, um, all you've actually done is reinforce to the subconscious mind that that thing is potentially dangerous because that is why you had to check it. And, you know, maybe just a few minutes later, you're walking out towards your car. You suddenly get that anxiety in, your, in the pit of your stomach again. And perhaps it's even worse this time. And you really feel like you must go back just one more time just to make sure um but of course you know one more time is not enough and you know this is really difficult for a lot of people um it can it can end with you feeling like you know you are not able to live your life uh, in a way that you ideally would be doing because this really gets in the way it can in interrupt your your relationships with people uh, it can interrupt obviously your work life if it's so difficult to you know to do uh, things because you're having to check so often you know this is really really uh, difficult and this is where OCD can actually really interrupt people's lives so it's so important that we we you know get on top of this and and recognize that actually you know it is just another um, OCD compulsion and it's important to recognize that um, I speak a lot about the fact that um, in a way it doesn't really matter um, what OCD uh, subtype you're actually dealing with uh, because ultimately it's all about the compulsions. Uh, the compulsions are the thing that are driving the OCD and okay of course uh, if you're struggling with a particular theme it is helpful uh, to be able to work on that or to, to, to be able to work with somebody who really understands that um, to be able to talk to, uh, with other people who might be going through something similar. But ultimately, what it comes down to is learning how not to perform those compulsions because the compulsions are the thing that's driving it over time. Um, and so it is with all types of checking when it comes to, to OCD. Uh, we've got to find a way to, to let go of the checking because the checking is the thing that is keeping it uh, in the forefront of our minds. So what are some other things that can be typical uh, checking OCD? Well, uh, I recently did a podcast on hit and run OCD and certainly there, uh, that's a typical uh, example. And, 
you know you can have other things that are related to to road safety uh, as well um, then we also have all, all, all different types of uh, harm-based OCD uh, again people might check quite often with with things related to harm obviously it's a, a very important one surrounding safety uh, then we have uh, scrupulosity um, if you're religious or if you have a high uh, set of morals then certain images or pictures that can pop up into the mind um, can be incredibly uh, disturbing and challenging in relation to to your religion or your morals perhaps um, and you know you may feel like you need to keep checking to make sure that nothing uh, terrible did come up into your mind or to revisit a thought or revisit an action that you did um, or revisit a conversation that you had with somebody just to make sure that you didn't do anything that could be possibly uh, seen in a negative light in any way. Um, and of course, it keeps coming back to certainty. We really want to know, you know, that we we definitely didn't do anything bad. Uh, another one could be domestic-based checking. So like, for example, I just said, uh, you know, checking the oven. Um, some people struggle with checking the door and the, the windows or, you know, particularly when people might be leaving the house, they might feel that they have to check the front door is locked on m- multiple occasions. Um, and, you know, if we just allow this to, to kind of uh, simmer away, what tends to happen is over time, it begins to get worse because we get stuck in that OCD cycle that I was just talking about. And, you know, the, the anxiety keeps getting worse. Um, and we're really just feeding the fire by, you know, constantly performing this, this checking. Um, and so obviously we need to find a way to deal with this in, in a healthier way. Um, and, you know, something that you can ask yourself actually related to this is, you know, ask yourself, why am I actually doing this checking? What is it actually serving? Is it about, um, you know, the actual thing that you're really concerned about? Is it, is it really about the door being locked? Um, or is it about, you know, you really, really wanting to, uh, to make sure that, you know, everybody around you is 100% safe? Or is it actually about the anxiety that you're experiencing? Um, you know, and that's a really important question because actually what it is normally about is that horrible discomfort that we have about uncertainty. Uncertainty for people with OCD is literally like kryptonite. We do not like it in any way. And just like Superman, who would rather spend all of his days as far away from kryptonite as possible, we will do just about anything to remove uncertainty. And it's a really uh, clever trap that the OCD lays for us. It knows that it can use uncertainty against us in this way to keep us uh, performing these compulsions that, that keep us stuck. So it's very important to ask yourself that question and to reflect on it honestly. You know, why am I doing this action? And if you can be honest with yourself about it, that you're, that you're doing it to reduce the uncertainty and the discomfort uh, that you're experiencing, then at least you know 
uh, really why you're why you're doing it. And then this brings us into um, you know the the next thing. And that is that with just about all types of OCD, really what we want to be able to do is expose ourselves to the fear without actually performing the compulsion. And so, of course, here uh, with, with checking OCD, ideally what you would be doing is working with somebody uh, to help you to, to uh, reduce this checking behavior slowly and gradually over time. Um, the same with, with checking OCD as any other type of OCD. You don't have to jump into the deep end. You don't have to do the hardest thing first. Um, the best way of doing things is to, you know, have a, a list of things that you're going to be doing and then gradually uh, tick those things off and increase the uh, difficult, uh, difficulty of those, of those things. Um, and what you can start to do by doing this is gradually you can start to learn that actually, you know, you can tolerate that uncertainty and that anxiety that you don't need to know with a hundred percent certainty that you've definitely done something. One of the problems though that people face with this is the reality of the situation that of course you know if you don't go back and check you know then you know you you don't have as much certainty that something bad isn't going to happen to you know people that you love or to even random strangers that you, you know, you feel responsible for in some way, um, you know, you're, you're not going to feel as confident if you don't go back and, you know, check uh, the road where you, you feel like maybe something could have happened, or maybe you saw something dangerous, you know, you are not going to, to be as certain. Um, and to be honest, when we do exposure work, you know, that is actually what we're working on. We're working on being able to tolerate that uncertainty a bit more. And, you know, the fact that checking revolves around this this safety element, that can be a really bitter pill to swallow for some people. Um, you know, like, how can I actually put aside my, you know, health and safety concerns for the people I love? You know, I can't do that. You know, I have to go back and check again and again. You know, because if not, then it's just being irresponsible. Um, you know, and, and of course, this is uh, one of, another one of the ways that OCD uses our morality against us. You know, people with OCD tend to be uh, people who have, you know, really high uh, standards of morals because, you know, if they didn't, then a lot of the stuff they, they worry about and concern themselves with, you know, it just wouldn't be uh, anything that they would bother to worry about. Um, and but the the important thing is that you know we we've got to learn that um, you can't be responsible for everything and everybody uh, in this life. Of course, you need to take normal precautions uh, to make sure that the people around you are safe and the people that you love are safe. But there's clearly uh, a limit to that and you know learning to to kind of deal with checking OCD is is honestly reflecting on that and actually then beginning to uh, expose yourself to uncertainty by uh, slowly putting yourself in those positions where you're not going to check as much as you would prefer and at first that's going to be uncomfortable it might give you more anxiety 
But if you're able to explore that feeling of anxiety and become curious about it, not put up uh, boundaries between you and those those uh, difficult emotions, actually what you can begin to learn is that actually, you know, you really can uh, tolerate those difficult feelings. And over time, you can even learn to accept them. And, you know, that is really powerful. It gives you a sense of empowerment when you start to, uh, you know, turn turn the key on OCD and you start to behave differently with these things. Um, it gives you an enormous sense of, uh, of achievement um, because having OCD when you're stuck, you know, going back to your door many times or... Um, you know, having having to go back to a certain place or having to, you know, check the windows like, you know, for the 10th time. It's really disempowering. It makes you feel out of control. And the good thing is when you start to uh, just begin to expose yourself to that uncertainty a little bit, it's the the opposite feeling. You begin to get that sense of power back. And, you know, that is really what it's all about. Um, something else that you can think about in regards to this is actually, you know, are there ways when you're feeling like this and, and you know, you've reflected honestly, you recognize that it's not necessarily about, uh, you know, about the thing that you're worrying about. It's more that you're feeling very anxious and uncomfortable about it. You know, is there a way um, that you can think of or that you've heard about that can help you to actually just calm your nervous system down in this moment because very much you are activated in this moment you've been triggered by something and in order for you to to deal with that you've got to find a way to calm yourself down to get into more of a parasympathetic nervous response um, and one of the best ways I've found of doing this is actually through deep breathing. When we uh, breathe deeply and slowly, it's almost like we don't have any option but to come down a little bit, to become a bit more calm. Um, and certainly a really good response to, uh, to that feeling of wanting to check is actually just, just to stop for five minutes if you can and to sit and to practice slow deep breathing um i've i've talked in the past about the five seven breathing that's a really good example of a type of breathing that you can do here breathing in very slowly uh, and gently down into the belly for five and then breathing out for slightly longer uh, for seven but you don't have to do it like that you can literally just do at uh, long deep belly breaths um, but just trying to breathe out for a little bit longer. And by doing that, you might actually, um, you know, put yourself into a different state of mind, calm everything down. And then when you return to that thing that you really wanted to check, you may surprise yourself um, that you don't actually need to check it. And so often it is about this kind of approach, just taking a pause, taking some time out, doing something differently and then coming back to the, the problem or the obsession. Uh, and you may be able to see it from a very uh, different perspective. So there we go, guys. Uh, that's it for today. Really hope that you, you found that helpful. This is a, you know, a really important area to discuss. You know, as, as I mentioned earlier, I think it can, uh, it can seep into just about every type of OCD. Um, and so having some awareness of, of checking and how it might influence you 
hopefully will really help you to, to manage your OCD more effectively in the long term. So there we go, guys. I will see you next time. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.